the Modern Black Man Podcast. So this is a stereo session from March 18th, 2022. Conversation got kind of weird. I only jumped on because we were talking about Kanye. The point, the message is that mental health is real and you should protect it at all costs. Enjoy. Basically, yeah, she, I don't know why she didn't hit me with the direct pen, but she hit me with the handle, if that makes sense. She grabbed the pen by the, she grabbed the pen by the pen itself and hit me with the handle. So, yeah. Not the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's my story. What about you? Mom, my story is I hate you. You hate me? Okay, all right. You'll be the all right. So the next person, Shalini, hates me too. I put you on my list. You're at the bottom right now because there's a lot of people who hate me. Okay. Um, what about anybody? Why, else? why? Why do you? Why do you think so many people hate you? Um, because uh, I don't know. I guess I'm hated, but I love it. <laughs> Fixes my hair while I say it. What? Why do you? Like, what does it benefit you to have haters? Does it make you feel relevant? Uh, and it makes you feel good. Does it make no, you feel seen? No, chubby. Chubby, chubby, chubby. First of all, <laughs> I don't care, you know? To me, it doesn't matter, okay. Chubbs. All right? doesn't matter. That's He's an iconoclast. To, to make a nihilistic statement like that is, is infinitely no, redundant. You should just not, not say anything if you don't care. No, no, no. Who are you to tell me I can't say anything? You're trying to put authority I'm, in I'm common life. sense in the room because the Canadian's running it and she doesn't have the balls to shut you up. Um, that's chubbs, why I, chubbs, 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 I, chubbs, I just chubbs, don't know how to chubbs, fucking chubbs, kick chubbs, this guy out of the room. Like somebody else, chubbs, chubbs. be like <laughs> someone. Chubbs, like I, I don't know all, how to work this. You came shit. in my room, chubbs. You're coming into the wise room, all right? So you're coming in here <laughs> you're telling me. You shut the fuck up. You're like you oh have no business. You have no oh, wisdom. What is going on? You had you need like 15 years to learn some wisdom, man. Oh my oh, god, what the hell? You can't here. command wisdom, that's the thing. You can have it. You can have it, but you can't No, but you can't like you can't just tell people. I like that very command wisdom. I don't know that's why. What this dude has. Command wisdom. She was like, shut up. Yeah, you're so right, I'm all about leadership. So if we all block him, I think that we'll stop hearing this voice, right? Okay. Cancel culture. Make him stronger. I'm all about it. In this like, space, I, I honestly, I just know how to host a podcast, and then people come in, and then they right. throw so tomatoes at me. On? I guess if, if if people don't like me, <laughs> I'll get myself out. How's that? Our, our all right. See you later. Am I bothering you, Artemi? Well, I'm not personally. Okay. Thank you. That's one for me. Uh, moderator. <laughs> I thought you didn't care. You? You're literally pandering for life. No, no, Make no, up no, your no. mind. No, Will no, you be okay? Here. Listen here, moderate it. Am I bothering you? Are you talking to me? She's meditating. Okay, she's meditating. That means you, no, you I'm not disrupted my entire Black podcast. Casper. And that's my brother, yeah, Black Casper. Like... He's a truck driver. Am I bothering you, Black Casper? Hey, what's up, y'all? Let me start with that first. How y'all doing? <laughs> you had me, Black Casper. I mean, you know, I like yeah, to get recognized. You know? into this bitch. What's up, Wise One? I see. I can't what's see up? all the names because I'm driving. So I see Wise One, Wise One, and um, my, what's that? Modern, moderate, 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 and uh, all right, moderate. 
got Chubby on here. What's up, Chubby? What's good, bro? What's happening? I don't, I missing, don't know. We're missing like... somebody. we missing somebody. we missing one more person. <laughs> well, we missing two more people here. No, yeah. I, no I, I might have fucked that up. Like, you didn't acknowledge me, but, like, I might have fucked that up. Like, because he just, like, went out. Now I'm worried about his health. Yeah. He's gone. Where's, he didn't want to smoke. Uh, where's the why, wise guy, guy going on? I'm transparent. Our team is bad, man. <laughs> has, like, that wise guy left the chat. Say, actually. That wise one. Is he, is he not in the chat anymore? Him gone. He's taking a snack break. Has some no, stuff I wanted to say like, to him. That worries actually. me. That actually worries me. So what when does... I was in here last, we were talking about uh, Kanye West uh, being bipolar, his mental health status, and I think there was a chance at a real conversation. I'd love to rejoin that. Yes, I'd love to rejoin that too. Okay, so what? What? What's everyone's thoughts? So like. Obviously, Pete has like had a dad that died in nine eleven. He is a stand-up comedian, so that means his life is completely fucked up, and he's completely mentally insane. And now he's fucking Kim, and like Kim fucked Yay, and Yay is like spinning out on his bipolar. So, any thoughts from anyone? Are the ratings up? Is that well, relevant? Probably. I don't know. Probably. It just seems like for the show. I I don't know. I, I don't even. I don't watch that stuff. I I just want to say that I feel like Kanye's uh, misunderstood, uh, and he's he's pretty much one of the best artists we've had in our generation. But yeah, I feel like he's uh, misunderstood. Ha- has anyone actually seen the trilogy that uh, that came out on Netflix? his uh, documentary. No, I, I haven't watched it, but I heard after episode, like, two, it just becomes, like, where he is now. And that kind of... No, man, it was brilliant. I saw all three parts. Uh, mm. Episode three dropped the day he officially divorced Kim K, and Harnicky dropped it, uh, hit it right on the head. Uh, I probably mispronounced your name. I'm butchering it. But yeah, he's a genius. He's uh, he, he's such a prolific artist in history. He's going to go down uh, as 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 one of a kind. I'm not trying to make him out as big as his ego makes him out to be Beethoven or Mozart, but he changed the game and he'll never be able to get that credit because of his mental health. What we're talking about, we're not talking about him being a groundbreaking artist. We're not talking about him as a black black man about to be a billionaire two times over. We're not talking about any of his uh, accomplishments that should be lauded. We're talking about his mental health. We're talking about social dysfunction. Harnicky, you, you, you absolutely are um, uh, on the right key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, appreciate that, bro. Uh, it's pronounced Harnick, but uh, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, Harnick, sorry about that. You're, you're a G for that. I, I hear what you're saying. I feel like also as well, like it's, it's quite easy to attack uh, Ye's mental health when people people just want a reaction out of him really uh pe- pe- like and and that's the cool thing to these days isn't it to be negative uh and like just just take just take the piss out of people really no one really looks at his accomplishments everyone really looks at oh he, he got he got pissed off at a cameraman or he said something about his door 
like even e- even what Kim's doing now to his to to her daughter, like putting her on TikTok, like hiding her away from from Kanye. It's a bit fucked. So it's a bit it's a bit messed up. Uh, what are you saying, Javrod? Um, he's actually the one that put me on Kanye West. He's my university flatmate. But yeah, what are you saying, mm-hmm. Well, you can invite somebody up if you want, or I can if there's somebody. You rush. He's probably, he's probably busy, but uh, but yeah, that's like, all right. What, oh shit, he's, like, he's joining. He's joining. I think he's joining. I just want to say, like, <laughs> it terrifies me, man. Like honestly, like I have a like niece that's like ten years old, and I'm like, do you do you really think you need pumped up lips when you're twenty? Like everything about social media and like everything, how everything's displayed and how everything's just like public mess right now is like very destroying to everyone's mental health. And it's disturbing and it's scary. And that's my opinion on that. No, but I feel like the whole system in general, like um like the way it is set up for divorced parents in terms of like their rights over their kids. I feel like it leans heavily towards the female anyway. Um Absolutely. Uh, I don't I don't I don't want to like regurgitate um Kanye's like Instagram post, but he's 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 not wrong in terms of like there's no really joint there's not really joint custody if like if Kim's saying that oh he can't uh, Kanye can't come to a birthday party or uh North can't come to the to the show. Like Kanye really can't do anything about that, and when he and when like let's say if it was your kid and you loved your kid, like would you not want to go and fight for them and try to see where they were? Um, and if Kanye and let's say if Kanye did try to do that, like he tried to pull up outside the house, um, unannounced, then the media would just take pictures of him and be like, oh yeah, he's trying to break into the house. He's he's on another like mental uh, mental breakdown, but really he's just a dad trying to see his kid. It's very disturbing. And like I have multiple stories about this, but like I'll I'll go back to when I was eighteen. So when I was eighteen and I first started working as a social worker, I did non custodial like um parental visitation rights. I used to write the notes. Um so there was only one woman that had non custodial rights. She was a drunk, and she used to beat her kids. So, like, and there was, like, a, gra- there was, like, a gradiated scale of men that had non-custodial rights. But the one that hit me hard and made me think as an 18-year-old was he was just a man that fucked somebody else's wife. And then, like, they told him he couldn't have his kid again. So, yeah, it's very unbalanced, the, the custodial rights in the mental health system and in, like, the parental system. Like, I definitely agree. I think there should be some balancing. Right on, right on. I appreciate that, just hearing that. I received that. Artemy, are you cleaning or is Sing cleaning? <laughs> I thought I was far enough away from the phone. Sorry, all the silence has no, told I, me. I don't clean. I leave that up to my boys. 
but um, it, it's really a tragedy that we're all watching because everybody gets something different from it. Um, I hate the word cringe. Uh, people say that to describe it. Um, Sing, you said disturbing. You said that a lot uh, to describe the situation. So obviously this is a palpable situation, a potent mental health situation that everybody is getting um, a reaction from it. I just mm-hmm. hope that it ends peacefully. And really, I'm not trying to be funny. I hope that this doesn't come back to be like a Kardashian curse. And Kanye is the 2022 OJ. Um, I think as far as a marketing scheme or a media scheme, that would be a great one. But it's really troubling and problematic. Um, I don't think that it's going to go to the extreme that anyone really gets hurt but we're all watching this and we know something needs to be done right um yeah i uh yeah i hate i hate what um chubby just was saying um <laughs> that's a joke's name but anyway yeah i'm, I'm gonna cut uh I'm, I, I'm gonna go but yeah um i guess the last question i had uh it's not really um uh it's not really aimed at anyone else apart from Shalini, I was just going to ask, because uh, you're a Sikh, I just wanted to know, like, how was it um, growing up in your country? Like, was your, was it, where, where you grew up is, like, the Sikh community quite quite uh, tight-knit, or is it quite loose? And, like, going to school, was there a lot of other Sikh people, or, like, Punjabi people, or was it just, like, not really? Um, yeah. I totally think she's on a phone call for work right now. Um, that's that's actually such an L. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm gonna cut then. Uh, but yeah, Chubby, you're just oh, no, gonna have to hold that corner. <laughs> Man, for sure. Uh, <laughs> you have me, bro. I look forward to running into you again. Don't worry. When you go to the USA, your TMG then G. When you go to the United States, G, you'll have your chance, G. Don't worry, yeah. bro. Oh. Oh, was, oh, was it was it her phone that was ringing? Kind of mad, but yeah, but but yeah, love. She bounced next. Is it your badge? Yeah, yeah. What are you saying? You're right. Just what are you saying? What the? Chicken <laughs> over that corn as well. That's one one G. She just bounced on that, that corn. Hello. Shalini, Shalini's back. Sorry, yeah, but Shalini. guys, actually ignoring things at a moment. Like, I have to go to the reserve and pick up some edibles in bed. Edibles? What? No, yeah, I was, I was just going to ask you. I was, was going to ask I'm you from one Canada, question. Canada, bro. Oh, can Canada? What, Brampton? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Brampton. I have to pick up you, my you... like cheap smokes and like my cheap edibles. I couldn't find oh, it yes, legal. on your on your account, um, so I was just I, I was just gonna ask you, um, what was it like growing up in Canada as a, as a Sikh? Like, was was the community quite tight knit, even in school? I'm not a was it, you're not a Sikh. No, but you got singing what? your last in your name. Yes, but so that was a weird thing. I, and like, I'll hey people, what are you talking about? Just passing through and I was looking for Mr. Cyber. I couldn't message you or call you. I just wanted to say, panel, pardon me. 
I definitely don't have a personal issue with you. I've got time for um, a lot of things that you've got to say, actually quite intuitive and um, enjoyable. So, you know, pardon if it came across a certain way. We're good, we're good, Mr. Cyber and Norm Wars and everybody on the panel. Hello. Oh, everyone wants cyber sex, am I right? Yeah, that's a bit. Yeah, that, that, that was a bit shit. I'll be real. No offense. Yeah, yeah, um, flatline sometimes. No, but Shalini, I was gonna ask you, but you got sing in your name, but you, but you're not a Sikh. So how does no. that? How did that happen? Okay, so in the 1960s in Canada, yeah. like uh, yeah. a lot of people came over and sing because it means lion, so it means strong. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, so, so that's the Sikh so holy you know name, it, though, isn't it? But why? But you're not a Sikh, so what did you? Do yeah, to that's like a Sikh to not a Sikh. Yeah, I'm a ginger. I'm Punjabi, but um, yeah, fake Sikhism. Um, I'm Hindu, like from my dad's side, anyway. Oh, okay. fair enough. Fair enough. But your mom's Punjabi. Like, Litting up. If I took offense, I would have blocked you. But clearly, I did not. So, I, I didn't take any offense. I mean, you said what you said, and then you moved on. Like That's that's what I want from people. Say what you need to say, move on, talk about whatever, talk about your topic. Don't make the whole show about me. Don't ruin your show, don't get into your feelings, and go into a five-minute rant in, in, uh, that attacks me. It has been said. Can't lie. Don't know I don't know what that's about. about. I like, I, I wasn't even the girl that went after. Because, like, I, I didn't, I didn't, I, 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 yeah, I don't know what he's on about. So I'm going to leave. Um, yeah, but I appreciate you lot. Chubby Idris, you're, you're a G. I followed you back. Uh, yeah, in, in a bit, guys. So, Chubby, like, where do you work? I'm interested because I, I only got a couple minutes till I go to the reserve. So, like, uh, where do you work? What do you do? <laughs> uh, I'm a jack of all trades, actually, but uh, I'm saying the Department of Labor program, uh, for the most part, professionally, I do many, many things. I have a lot of businesses of my own. Um, I do a little bit of everything from media, personal training, marketing. Um, I'm in terms outreach. of mental health, but mm-hmm. I do a lot um, professionally, um, and I guess personally as well. Um, so I definitely appreciate you and your walk and what you do. Uh, Casper knows I have a lot of businesses. I just opened up a women's boutique. Uh, if you guys want to support that, um, I'm lavishinglees.com. Um, we've got some really nice women's fashion. If you guys want to check me out, I'm a personal trainer as well. Medicinalmoves.com. Um, I do a lot of different things. Okay. So like, I guess, I guess I got a couple of minutes before I before I leave. Um what do you guys actually want to say about this? Like what what do you think is a good ending or a good outcome of this situation with like Kanye? I enjoy watching him muted.
Yeah, that's my. Um, he's probably just in between service. Um, what do you guys really think of this whole situation, though? I mean, there's so many different angles, so many different strings to the Kanye saga and drama. Singh says she only has a couple of minutes. Um, long story short, how do you guys think this is going to end? Do you think this is going to be a situation where Kanye finds some new bombshell and peacefully uh, rides away? Do you think this no. is the first skirmish and uh, a long ongoing battle between him and uh, Kim Kardashian who may end as a nemesis um, before this is over? Yes. <laughs> sure. Artemy? Switzerland. Yeah, I haven't Davis. been following, but <laughs> but it's like, it's interesting because to me it just seems like two people have a very, very extreme life and their personal stuff is being broadcasted and not saying anything about their talents, but yeah, it's just interesting to see a specific group of people being broadcast. I, I think that people just are really quick to forget all the characters at play and what led to the situation. Um, like you said, uh, it's broadcasting. Um, if you guys remember before the divorce, before that became a, a thing, Kanye was upset with his wife who was in law school and had just passed the bar um, because she was helping other rappers like Meek Mill. She was spending a lot of time intimately acquainted with other men. And Kanye, who was very new into his Christian faith, took a great deal of offense to this. Here we are a couple few years later, and it's literally a soap opera. Hmm. I I just know personally from my experience when like I spin I spin hard and like I take no prisoners so like I think about that and I think about Kanye and I think about what he's doing and I'm like yeah it's fucked up he's kind of being like dragged out I'd probably do that too like I would and then it just you know, it, it just makes me think, and then it makes me frustrated, and then it makes me wonder. I'd lose my mind. I have a question. If I married a billionaire female lawyer that looked like that with her own private jet that comes from a family of female millionaires and billionaires, it would be a lot to digest, and it would be really hard to the ego to separate from that life. So, absolutely. But you choose to buy into that. I I never. What's Kim's goals? I I mean, I don't know Kim, but Kim um, has no goals anymore. She's fucking. She's a lawyer. She's a lawyer. Just like stepping. Part of the Justice Project. She's part of the Justice Project, and I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah, she's trying to get people off of jail. Like she was. uh, She was always Van Jones. You guys know who Van Jones is from CNN. That's who she uh, was had had a romantic interest in before Pete Davidson, after they had their uh, big issue in their marriage, because Kanye accused her of sleeping with Meek Mill and being upset that she was spending all this time uh, on part of the Justice Project. I think that she does have solid goals because you guys can't forget that's Robert Kardashian's kid, uh, O.J. Simpson. Uh, and f- for anyone that doesn't know, her first marriage was to a guy named Dame Thomas, who's from a town that I went to school in, right? Uh, where I part of where I grew up at. Um, and 
it, it goes it goes really really deep. So I think she has goals. I think she has ambitions, and I don't think that her legacy is going to end on this dirty divorce. I think she's going to do something for I, I guess society at large. Um, stay tuned. So you're hopeful for both of them. You know, you know Jay Simpson, right? He's he's free, angry. Yes. He's free. His he legacy was tainted by a relationship as well. And that was her godfather. So they're all very passionate people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's interesting stuff. It's very very. Oh, Selena must be out. Um, it's just interesting to watch. I, I really hope that it comes to a positive end, and it's nothing crazy or something that we don't talk about for the next thirty years, like OJ. Right. So, do you see like a warning for that family in that case? Honestly, I think it's sensationalized because of the media. Um, I I wouldn't let my uh, billionaire boo go. Um, you me? Um, I, I wouldn't let a gal with that ass go. That would be real hard for me to make. I think his mute button's slipping off. How does that happen? You know what's funny, though? And this is, like, totally, a totally stupid comment, but I was trying to think of, like, a new title, and I just thought, OJ and then Kardash, and I just stopped. stopped. And it was just, like, OJ Kardash. Sorry, that's really stupid, but... (laughs) OJ Curse. I heard OJ Curse when you said that. Curse? Um, It all rings rings true. Call her Curse Dashian or whatever copyright uh, they're going to come up with in the newsroom or the uh, fashion blog. Okay, car dashing. Uh, right? Um, but like I, like I remain uh, in, in stating, that's hard to let go. Um, I, I've, I've never dated anyone right. that has that kind of wealth. Um, it's not about her beauty, but she's known. And what kind of person is she really? Because I think that she's winning America's heart by getting with America's kid, Pete Davidson. He's the ultimate sad story because, you know, he lost his father as a firefighter in 9-11. He battles with mental health just like her ex-husband. And it's the first white guy we can really think of her dating. You know how bad it has to be to turn a Kardashian Caucasian? Like, there's just so many storylines and so many strings. It's, it's rot for the tabloids. So there's a bit of, like... um she's spreading her love to the people that need it the most. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm being funny guess, but have you ever seen her sex tape? Did you see the Ray J sex tape that she made? Me? No. <laughs> well, it's, um, in my opinion, it's kind of whack. Um, it, like her, she's not like sexual napalm. It's not like she's, super head out here it's not like she's got great skills she's just that she just seems like a really basic normal kind of girl um nothing really she likes to make plans 
right? I mean, nothing. I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking her at all. Please don't get it twisted. No, no, no. But, but she's very pedestrian. Just to give a level. Yeah, she's really pedestrian, and I think so's Pete. And I think that somehow these two people might have found each other. Um, so we're gonna see if it's really a love connection. If this is a move to hurt Kanye, if this is just a, a easy rebound for her, um, because life, time tells truth. And there's the marketing aspect. So it's always kind of like, you know, what am I doing? What am I going to do next? She she literally doesn't have to work, though. And I think that's where we get it messed up because we think as lay people that she has the same life as us. She has billions in the bank. She doesn't have to do anything ever, and the money's going to keep coming. She has a passion to be like her father, um, to, to chase his legacy, and to, I think, in her opinion, help the world. I think she really will um, because we've seen it. Um, in the state of Missouri, she actually got a guy off of death row. She's helped many people, but no one's going to talk about that because she has a sex tape. It's really unfortunate. And just like mm-hmm. Kanye, he was knocking her because she had a sex tape. He was probably into her because she had a sex tape. We all know her because mm-hmm. she has a sex tape. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's not as superficial as it is. Um, like I, I'm telling you, like it's a fact. You can Google it. You can fact check it. She's actually gotten people off of death row. She's assisted with uh, Meek Mill getting his freedom back. And I think that that is going to be her advocacy. And because she has celebrity behind her, she's going to be successful. Yeah, I've definitely heard of her project doing that. But um, I don't know, Casper, if you're uh, not in signal or you're just uh, mute, uh, listening to the conversation. Uh, but I only jumped in because I saw you in the room originally. Uh, what part of the world are you in now? Yeah, I'm rolling, man. I'm rolling, rolling. I'm out here in uh, Illinois, Chicago. So I'm headed to Texas now. So uh, you are know, you going Cook to County to I... Texas, huh? Cook to Collin yeah. County. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to do my hometown. Yeah, I'll be home for probably about a week. So, uh, yeah, so I'm headed back to Texas now with this load. I got to go to Funky Town. And then Dallas, take two loads. I got two loads on one. Oh, you working, working. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm just, I just left out of Wisconsin. I was in Wisconsin yesterday and went to Chicago, pick up a load, and then now I'm rolling. Headed out that way, so I'm passing through these areas. So these areas is, you know how the reception is bad, going mm-hmm. through these areas, different, different areas I'm going through. So, but yeah, I was hearing a little bit about Kanye West, and you know, I mean, I, I love Kanye West, man. I got respect for the man, but yeah, you know, I think the I think the society is and his mother and some other stuff that that affect him through the years. And it's just my opinion, you know, I don't know what else is going on besides TV. We don't really know this guy and and see him in person. We just know what they put on TV and what we see. So yeah. that's all we can go off of. But from what from what I've been seeing through the years, you know, because I've been following Kanye for, you know, since, you know, in the 90s, you know. So, you know, um, he was, you know, everything was good back then. So as time, years went on. You know, I think there's a lot of, you know, that affect him, you know, 
through the years with his um with the Kim and you know his mother and and some other stuff he's you know he's dealing with you know we all dealing with something but he's dealing with it. Uh, he's a smart man, man. He you know people be giving him bad names like he's stupid and this and that. He dumb. This man is brilliant, man. This guy he's is one of the. He's a yeah, he is, man. And you have know, you seen it's, this it's, video? Of him going and shopping, I think it's uh, Jesus Walks or uh, All Falls Down. He's literally in the office. He's like so desperate for somebody to get behind it, and they just they, they ignore him. Like uh, they acted like it was nothing. They started having conversations. What are you doing this weekend? They're talking about their kids and Kanye. He's so embarrassed. He's got uh, probably cheeky with him uh, recording it. Um, he he like he grabs his tape. And he has to like walk out of the office, and it's like it's like he always get he kind of has the last laugh because of his persona. People just want to label him as crazy. They want to dismiss him. They don't want to give any credence to this man possibly being a genius. At this point, I don't know if it's like ironic or actually comical, but it's 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 interesting to watch because this is actually his life, and. I don't I don't know what's going to come next to this, but after so many years of being labeled and treated or mistreated, something's going to have to give. And I hope it's not like a tragedy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, Kanye, he ain't stupid. You know, he know if he if he kills Kim and, you know, and all that stuff, you know, he's got his kids and all that stuff to think about. You know, so if he did do something, he won't, he, it won't be, he got so much money that he can just pay somebody to do it, if that's the case. I don't think he would do it himself if it, if, if it, if it did get down to it. To Isn't that what market. we said about OJ? <laughs> uh, yeah, with that case, with OJ, you know, I think it's, with OJ thing, I think it's, um, I think it was the mobsters that, that did that because mobsters, they, they slice your throats and all that. Or it could have been him and his cousin, you know, his, his his cousin, you know, they could have ran into him because, you know, um, Nicole back then, she was, you know, seeing, um, yeah, she was on drugs and, you know, he was, you know, giving her money, paying for a car and you see another guy, Goldman riding in the car and she's at, then Goldman's at his house. So he's knocking on the door and he get there and the dude answer the phone, answer the door and. Bang! That's when they probably got into an argument, and you know his his uh, I don't know who that guy was in that in that Jeep, but that white uh, Bronco. But he oh I, Al know, Collins, his teammate yeah, Al Collins. Yeah, I think him and him got something to do with it, and uh, they covered it up and and all that stuff. So you know, everybody I, I just, knew he was an addict, and I think it embarrassed him. I'm gonna play this audio real quick from uh, Google. I really hope it's uh, appropriate. And then I'm going to go to sing. Okay. And then here's Sam. <laughs> it's always that. Hey, guys. I'd like to get back into my podcast. Uh, I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Sing, are you with us? Yeah, I'm back. Okay. I'm back with it. Block this guy, Gooblock. He's not saying anything. I'm going to have to take <laughs> care of that myself. Hang on. I got to, like, uh, cut some noise. I'm I'm listening to comedians. Sorry. 
don't hit Black Casper and uh. okay, what what you guys have actually like expanded on like the actual argument about Kanye, right? Or like the conversation. I hope that happens sure. when his, I was done. Here's a little audio from Mouse. That's uh Gubalot's kind of uh shtick. It's his calling card. He does that all the time. This is the message that he leaves for basically everybody. Cool. Multiple um, times or just yeah. once? We're, we're trying to uh, expand the argument and uh, articulate it. I think there's so many angles. I want everybody to take a bite. Sing, um, I think that you have a lot of concern for the situation and you see it as a mental health crisis. So definitely right on. Um, you, your instincts could be correct. He's spinning. I, I know it because I've done, done it. He's spinning, man. Right now, like, uh, like he just has to like get his shit together, but he's spinning, and like it's hard. Like I can't imagine having four kids and spinning out like that. I I really don't think this could that we could call this his worst. uh, You call it a spin or mental health failure because he was committed uh, a few years ago as well. And I don't know if you've ever seen his concerts, but uh, do you remember that show he did when he was like all on Donald Trump's dick and he wanted to like give his allegiance to the Supreme Leader? And he was just talking about all the stuff he was against and how he's a crusader and leading the new way. Um, Sure. I think that mental health might play a piece in it, but I don't think it's just as easy as dismissing it as him being you know, crazy or having poor mental health. I think that this I, is I think a real love situation. The aspect is uh, a reflection of his lack of control. I have a question. Sure. Is it possible to be prophetic without being egotistical? Ooh, yeah. If you're Jesus, right? <laughs> I mean, hopefully people people can like try not to be egotistical, especially if you have this vision of you helping humanity, isn't it supposed to be about humanity? I'm just wondering, cause like I, when he first came onto the scene, I'm not like really into media. So I, I only got what his most popular stuff was. I thought it was like really, yeah, obviously it's really terrific, but then you just start to get this impression, like, oh, he's like, he's getting the success and then he's falling into himself and he's getting trapped inside of his own ego. That's my impression as an outsider. Sure. You think he has, so there's some good intention there uh, from your perspective. Um, I hope that that's what we're witnessing. There's a lot of feedback, I guess, being famous is what they say. So it's hard to like keep balanced. I mean, I, I think that he is, I think that he realizes he has influence, right? But if you haven't noticed of Kanye West, has, doesn't his influence kind of go in influx? Like he becomes like a hero, he becomes the villain, and then he kind of mm. is like an everyman. And I haven't seen that in many celebrities where they can vacillate in their role. LeBron James, I think that he's pretty divisive because no matter what you think about him, who's better than him in the league? Who has more stats than him that's active in the NBA right now, right? But he's he's like the the villain. People can't stand LeBron James. And it's interesting that you say Jordan... that though about Kanye because he's also an, an, a Gemini. <laughs> if I can yeah, turn that yeah. in, 
I'm oh, a Gemini. Too. He's he's June eighth. He's June eighth. I'm the king yeah. of Gemini, but I'm not gonna tell oh. you my birthday. Are you? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm the most powerful. Oh. You're in the middle. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's that divisiveness that I think follows he, him. He is also criminally insane. So, who's that criminally insane? Uh, Kanye, Who? my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense, right? Are you a Gemini, Shalini? No. I can't Are you Taurus? No. I'm not that grounded. That's that's all my questions. <laughs> She's not a Scorpio because the sexual energy is pretty low. <laughs> oh, you, you meet me in a Scorpio? Like, we're going to have cancer. bad problems. She a cancer. Uh, yeah, cancer? black cat. Yeah, you got it. I know my dude would have it. Yeah, she a cancer. I know what that. Is. Uh, what's what's up? Cancer. Uh, wait, what are you? Cancers Black and Gemini's. They can. I'm Aquarius. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's I, yeah. It's in the bio. Like, like a fire sign. Aquarius. No, they're yeah, I'm very. A fire sign. Water. I'm, 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 no, it's an air sign. Yeah, yeah it's an air sign. Yeah. It's a Water bearers. Water bearers. It's weird. It's a water bearer, but it's a cardinal air sign. It's a very extremely like artistic horoscope, like yeah. Van Gogh, like Kurt Cobain. Like a lot of people are Aquarius. Are Aquarius the worst relationship people because they don't really have relationships? Yeah, I, I, I messed it up. I had to Google it. So Aquarius is an air sign, and that, that's why you're compatible with Gemini. Uh, I, I call them fire signs, but it's an air sign is what it says for Aquarius. Yeah, they're, and they're an air sign. Like, that's my ascendant. Yeah. I have to be really into horoscopes because my dad's Indian because that's like a whole thing in India. Mm-hmm. I, hey, I, I believe in it, though. Like, the older I get, those coincidences are, it's from the month you're born. Uh, looking forward to your birthday and, you know, just all the things that come with that, I guess. That's why we have to put the importance back on like Mother Nature and whatever yes. surrounds it. Yes, absolutely. Right. I agree with that. My argument for why Zodiac and oh, sorry, bad at speaking. Hmm? I have no idea who was speaking. Oh, sorry. Um... Zodiac and horoscopes have been around for longer than the Bible. Obviously. And their state. So is the stars. Yeah, the stars have been longer than the Bible. <laughs> for sure. That's pretty dope. Sing, I'm going to okay, let you lead your room. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What are we talking about? I came in all aggressive on my own podcast. No, we were just, you know, I think, continuing on Kanye. Um, I don't know much about Star Wars, but I do know a thing or two about comedy. Uh, do you guys ever do stand-up? Have you ever uh, gone and uh, did a set in your city? You guys do open mics? Yeah. I haven't had the courage, no. <laughs> I don't think it's in the stars for me. I think I stopped in 2018. I haven't done anything since 2018. I used to, after I got divorced, that was my therapy. Um, I just would get really drunk 
I get on the stage, tell some jokes, people laugh, felt good, <laughs> but I haven't done it in a few years. Um, so I was just curious if you guys were like active or you know really about it or whatever. I would need classes. Nah, man. You know, I mean, if you want to like really like I think I do. Thing, you get classes oh as God. a teenager. But oh, I, mean, I, like, I mean, like you said, I it's cathartic. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you laugh at them like, secretly? Oh no, I I get enraged with them frequently, and like I tell them, like uh, I'm not a professional comedian, but I do do stand up like on the fly if somebody wants me to. Um, you have that spirit. That's cool, thing. People piss me off sometimes. Like there was one time I went like. Because I went to Humber College in Toronto, and that's like a strong school for stand-up comedy. But I went there as a social worker way back, like twenty years ago. Like I'm, no, I, I'm, I'm in my thirties. I'll admit. So. Oh, you sound like my age. I went back Dark there, secret. and uh, like some guy did like an entire Inzizanzari bit to my face. And and then he oh. like looked at me. He's like, "You look real sour." I'm like, "Yeah." Was soccer. it like as racist as it sounds, or was this like a friendly thing? <laughs> no, it's a it's a brown on brown situation. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's uh, okay. It, was a, it was an attack of the clans, but like I didn't, and like I don't even think he knew, but like it it disrespected me, like word for word. Like, what are you, like, uh, Minzari or something? Or something? Yeah, mine's Minzari. Look that up. How he stole everyone's bits. So he tried to do this, like, bonding thing, but then showed that he was, like, this shallow nerd. No, he did verbatim somebody else's bit, and I didn't appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, open mics are so short. You don't. I think that's whack. Like you can't bite somebody else's stuff. They need to wrap you up and get you off stage. Like it's you don't get it all day long. I mean, you get a few minutes. Um, I think that if you're really doing it, the the crowd is where it dictates everything. And I mean, I've never, I've never been booed off, but I mean, I've never been on stage more than like what twelve minutes probably. Um, and it goes by so fast. Oh, I never oh freeze. Say to what? Y'all are afraid y'all will like freeze or not have anything to think of copying about? Yeah, it, 12 minutes would be like two hours for me. I get nervous. I get nervous not doing it because I'm like sober. But when I was, because I had fresh divorce. So like I, I just was probably just making bad decisions. But I had good luck. Like, I would always have a date with me. You know what I mean? Like you get a couple drinks. You're just trying to impress some chick. And I mean, it's it's worked out for me. So I mean, you seem like a positive person for sure. <laughs> Definitely, Chubby. What what do you spin? What what are your biggest comedic inspirations? Man, Richard Pryor is the funniest human being to ever live. Chris Chubby Rock is, is the, the funniest current living. Say it again. I said Chubby is a good. He's good people's man. <laughs> Try to be man. Yeah, he's got that calm. Back. Your, as right. long as it's genuine. 
So yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. For sure, for sure. I talked to him. I, I um, just want to hear is like Pryor and who else? Is there another instructor? Is just Pryor? No, so it's Richard Pryor is the funniest man to ever live. Chris Rock is the funniest man living. And I love listening to Mike Evans, Dave Chappelle. I mean, it's a lot of like funny guys out here. But as far as comedic geniuses, Richard Pryor is absolutely the funniest human being I've ever known to live. I like Lenny Bruce. I like George Carlin. I grew up with George Carlin. Uh, Andrew, that weirdo wise man. He's talking about Andrew Dice Clay and Sam Kinison. Those guys are mm-hmm. funny. But like humor is, is lost in our current culture because people are too sensitive. Um, we don't have uh, a lot of, I don't, we don't have the same masculinity that these greats grew up with. That's what's wrong with comedy. Comedy sucks now because we, we have to be so sensitive and so aware instead of just trying to be funny. Some things Here comes Kim Kardashian again. Eddie Murphy, uh, he was really, really funny, right? But his career tanked when he tried to be a family man. You remember that? And he got caught with trans. But still, um, you know, comedy <laughs> has just evolved in the in the wrong did he, way. Did you watch Dolomite? I like Dolomite. I love Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rudy Ray Moore's uh, a fool. No, like, uh, like Gray, Eddie Green, Murphy's Red interpretation Fox. of it. Like I thought that was really good. Who's a? Oh, you saw Eddie. <laughs> you gotta listen to the old records even uh, Jerky Boys back in the day were funny um, but I just I hate comedy now because we have to be so sensitive I know I'm really uh, encouraged uh, on my platforms to start ripping into this uh, Leah whatever kid it's that transgendered collegiate swimmer uh, he actually beat Katie Ledecky's uh, records uh, and this kid's probably gonna get a world record because we're so sensitive and I think afraid of um, the, the trans movement. Um, I, I think that that's going in the wrong direction. I think there's biological advantages that men have that women cannot replicate. That doesn't mean that I'm misogynist or I'm demeaning to women. That means biologically being composed as a man is a biological advantage, period. I, I believe there needs to be a new format like there has to be like a three tier if like that's gonna happen like, honestly what do you mean you said there has to be a new format for um for what olympics like there has to be like a tri tier like that's my opinion like it might come off as controversial and stuff but yeah like well, there's less people too so I like if you would have shit out of a woman if i was a man and i transitioned Fallon Fox, she's kicking ass, um, biologically born a man. And I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, if you're trans, that's cool. But, like, there's advantages that you're going to have because you have the, the composition of a, a, a man. Even in transition, those hormones take years to, to tamper down, adjust, evolve, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I don't think it's fair uh, because no woman, I don't want to say no woman could beat uh, a man, but if you're fighting on par as women and you have this huge biological advantage, it's not fair. It's better than performing enhancing drugs. And I think that it could actually lead to a trend. Um, hell, if I was an Olympic Olympian, uh, I would, I would consider it. Um, if I, if that was what I had to label myself so I could compete, uh, uh, with my advantage. Absolutely. 
So why isn't there competitions with animals? Just out of curiosity. I know that's like, that's always the thing that comes up after you, you talk about that. What do you mean? Uh, why isn't there a competition of animals? Uh, animals are... No, no I mean like... Driving. I mean like... Um, Have you ever seen like, Turtle Like person versus jaguar or something. I know it's too extreme. Because <laughs> the animals have an advantage. Have you ever seen they have a primal advantage. Yeah, 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 but you could have a really like, tactical person. Sorry. There is pro wrestling versus a bear out there. Yeah. That's oh, really? Khabib. Okay. The UFC fighter. He grew up fighting bears and lions and stuff, or bears yeah. specifically. But think about it. They're in captivity. It's the same thing I'm talking about, the biological advantages of, of being born a man. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm some kind of misanthrope or I don't like animals, right? It just means that if you have, if you're a tiger with teeth or a bear with claws, you're gonna kick my ass. If you're a jaguar, a feral cat, you're gonna destroy me. Yes, ma'am. Definitely. Like I won't trust any cat larger than my own. But like, <laughs> at the same time, I don't want to. I don't want to um, mispresent what I just said before. Like, I know there are men and women. But, like, th- there's a confusing thing that happened in the Olympics this winter that, like, we should all think about and wonder what comes out of. Like, uh, there was uh, a couple female, or sorry, a couple figure skaters, and one was non binary. Where, where does that go in the Olympics? The Chinese figure skater, yeah. Uh, how, how does that go? Oh, how do we well, work? Figure skating is pretty non-binary we... as it is. <laughs> yes. Mm, but, but, but I'm but gonna I'm gonna move we, faster than you. That and like, if like other people want to identify as non-binary, like where where do we go with the Olympics in far as snowboarding right. or like uh, the Canadian? Guys, like, this like, isn't the first time like, that this has happened though. Not to contradict my point, but this isn't the first time that this has happened. I don't know if you guys remember a couple, every Olympics you hear about it. It's either like Russia or some, you know, uh, some hardcore country where someone that you call non-binary, um, they, they, they get caught or found out, right? Or we go in the other direction where we think uh, someone who looks like a man that's actually a woman is, uh, on the, is a non-binary, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, it's it is what it is. Um, God made all His beautiful creatures, but they're all different. Okay, yeah. but there are medals well, designated to women and men. If we're gonna make a construct around who can participate with each other, could we do it like by by muscle mass, like have muscle mass groups, so that it's not men and women, but this like physical. This, this is where it gets immensely complex. Yeah. I don't think that's fair because of the composition that we just talked about. Um, okay. Women, uh, they they don't they do not have the ability, even with hardcore steroid use, to have the same uh, musculature as biological men. It's not. So that, that should be the determination. Would, no, it's biologically imp- like uh, impossible up to this point. Maybe we can. No, use I mean, lab, not not that, to like not to make trans people more beefy. I just mean like. If you're going to be, instead of calling it like men and women, why can't we just call it by, by muscle class? Why? That's my question. Why do we need to make that differentiation? Because the advantage is in what we used to call sex. I'm not trying to say that there isn't a spectrum because I'm all about everybody in the LGBTQ community. But why do we have to go from men and women or binary, whatever we call it? Why? 
it's ineffective. Well, it's just muddy. Like when it comes yeah, to muddy. Like, yeah. it becomes muddy a little bit. We have to redefine but it then. Should um like for boxing, should I like, play this uh, message? Yeah, sure. For sure. I think that happened in the 1939 Munich Olympics. There was a um, male that looked very female, and they identified as non-binary, and he won the the he won like in track gold. Hmm. Great point. And 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 that's why I think that even when we say sex, right, male and female, it, it's it gets muddied if we try to do the what division it even further it's ineffective and it's not productive well um, i mean instead of male female just replace it with with because if there's a concern about like someone being too strong for someone else there needs to be fairness in the olympics just because you train your whole life it doesn't entitle you to to beeline to the to the first place right like men train their whole lives, women train their whole lives. No yeah. sex is better than the other, but we can't make simple divisions on um, weight class because um, I've seen women that can lift more weight than me, guys. But these women often weigh uh-huh. more than me. Well, they should be in the same class like, then. Right off, like that's not true. Women can't do as much as men. Like they don't have <laughs> as much musculature. Like it's harder for us. Well, have you seen those power lifters, those big girls? Does she have to menopause? Ooh. No, no, I'm, I'm not <laughs> menopause right now. Like, if you look at me, you think you think I'm very, I'm very spready. By the way, I'm actually surprisingly younger than everyone thinks. Everyone thinks I'm like 20. Anyways, but um, when it comes to rugby and women, like. Do I want a man tackling me down? <laughs> do you? Do you? Because if we do weight class and you weigh, I'm oh, a little out bit in real life, but not in rugby. <laughs> but let's say you weigh 140 pounds, because I think you weigh less than that. If I was able to get a man uh, at a comparable size, the strength that you're talking about would be to his advantage, and it's unfair. Just like I made the comparison about those women that can lift, outlift me. It's upper, they, it's upper strength. It's upper strength. Sure. Women don't. But some of these, some of these chicks outweigh me by hundred pounds. It, it feels like the trans um, transition athletes—they're pulling a hack to the code of the sports um, rules because they keep on overwhelmingly winning. Yeah, that's why it should be redefined. What, what can we redefine it as, though? Uh, I mean, I'm interested because I don't think weight class is enough. Uh, musculature okay. is even enough because, like I just said, I've seen some big... I'm going to be funny, guys. I've seen some big, fat neck women that can outlift me by a couple hundred pounds. But they outweigh yeah. me by a couple hundred pounds. So, I mean, the the, yeah. the advantage is is lost when we just make it about something nebulous like weight. We got to do better than that. I think it depends well, on the rules of Okay, like, uh, I, I have a litmus test. If you could do a hurricane on me, you're allowed to be in the Olympics. That's it. If you what? If you can do a hurricane. Like, if you can show some athleticism and you can be strong and be fair, but, like, if you're a man, 
in certain sports, like there should be dissemination. Like I, I shouldn't have said man, but like if you're trans and you're in sports, there should be some dissemination of what you're doing because, yeah, you got like different muscles than me. It depends on the sport too. Like um, football is obviously in the advantage of men, but um, there are some sports I think um, there could be an even equality between even genders. Yeah. Depends hey, any of you guys go to a basketball and go to shoot around with girls that give, play give ball? Me one. They're give me one. Give me one. Shooters. They're better passers. more technical skills. They can handle the ball. I hate watching the WNBA because everybody's Kyrie Irving, right? I want to see LeBron James. Yeah. Vin. It's like a different play. Give me one. Give me one. Is no more shorts. Yeah, my shorts are Women, where women are as equal as men, or is it cricket? Women are better at concentration than men. Women are some hand eye coordination as men. Should there be like HR Olympics or something? (laughs) There should be like fucking hand job Olympics. (laughs) With what you guys are fucking talking about, but like that doesn't seem right. (laughs) That's not fun though, guys. All we're doing is trying to make the playing field either equal or make the game harder. Why can't we have purity of the game? Why can't sports just be sports and we have regular Just divisions? the way it is? Yeah. I don't know. Like People always crazy. say that. Why can't it be the way it is? The, the truth is nothing stays the same. Yeah, that's, that's money, I mean, you can hold on to it. You can make it stay the same for sure. But that's things not evolve. It's not that things don't stay the same. It's that they evolve. And what we're doing is we're taking away sports ability to actually evolve. Because I, Well, I if there's that, someone that can I'm contend, why deny them? Athletes. I'm cool with it. I just think that the level, the playing field has to I be level. I want to be a contender. You feel me? Like, I, Fallon Fox, I always refer to her. She's kicking ass. She's r- ripping these women apart. She needs to fight a man. But what man is going to go in there confidently to go beat a woman yeah. up, right? It's it's social yeah. construct that really throws a wrench in Yeah, you need preparation or something. I hope someone can turn this into a joke, but there was a um, limbless wrestler who had to fight, who... Yeah. Um, who um his opponent had the misfortune of having to fight him. But that kid was all muscle. What are you gonna do? do? Had limbs was a little like baby kid. I saw leg. that man. He's he's awesome. Are, are you talking that, about Zach Gowan? And he was only missing one leg. Are you talking about Zach Gowan? Oh, I just saw the clip um a long time ago. It was um he he didn't have any limbs, um like um no full what, limbs. A stump? They just like rolled him in. <laughs> it was a very confusing match, and I'm not much of a wrestling Zach guy. So I don't know. One limb, but um, yeah. And like, I really respect the guy who went in there with the um, no limbs, but you know, um, sometimes you know, there's um, you just what happened with that? Himself, don't worry, he became a nobody. Uh, Zion Shaver is who I think uh, I'm talking about. Zion Shaver is an amazing athlete, um, and he doesn't have legs. He has two arms, and I saw that kid. He's a high, he was a high school wrestler in 2016. He only weighed 88 pounds. Um, he's an amazing wrestler. He took down a kid with all four limbs, and I think he's had a pretty good uh, career. Yeah. Wow. 
Okay, there's like a message. Do you guys want me to play it? Do it. I think I think what Chubby's trying to say is that sports have to be kept at a standard that they're supposed to so that people can keep watching them the way that they watch them. But what they're doing is they're making it a lot easier in the sports for like people to join in for inclusivity or for gender or whatever reason. And that's just not what people want to see. So instead of watching professional sports, they don't want to do that anymore. So I think that's what he's trying to say. I, I could be wrong, but I think that's what he's trying to say. I'll so go additional venue. I'll totally go with it. I'm I'm saying that the point of sports, um, if you go back to um, what uh, John Carlos, uh, the 60s, um, equality, it's to be a level playing field. We should be able to show up and we should be able to show Hitler that we are faster, stronger, and than this uh, pure-blooded uh, uh, nation that you're trying to build, right? I think that's the beauty of sports. It's a great equalizer. Whether it's just a feel good that you're getting from watching Remember the Titans, if it's watching 42, or whatever movie's going to come out next about our next great sports hero, that's the beauty of sports because it is an arm of fairness. It's an institution of justice, but it's been really misused uh, as a platform, I think, in uh, recent history. I'll stand by that. Yeah, like, I, I don't have anything to add to this. Like, I just have the Ma- Mighty Ducks and Slapshot. <laughs> well, um, I think I would need to understand a bit more of what you're saying, Chubby, about the institution of justice. I mean, I can see where you're going with that, but I think I feel mm-hmm. like there's some nuance there. Certainly. Oh, I mean... we're going back to, like, my social policy, like, diatribe? We can we can go to that, but like we can go to slap shots too, and like I just like slap shots, and I like my duck because I like Amelia Estevez, but like I don't like Jesse Smollett right now. Ooh, he's out of jail. <laughs> what? He's, he's, a, he's a duck. Quack. <laughs> wow. Quack, I mean, quack, quack. Jesse's out, baby. He's he's free. Um, I think that's, that's a horrible, horrible situation. Um, when I saw him in court talking about, I am not suicidal, you could really see that fear and trivializing everybody's rights on every side, right? Um, it's not a good look. So I wish that guy nothing but peace. And I hope he comes back to the public stage, um, you know. Do you know uh, why they put him in with a good mindset? Jail? Why they put him out of jail? No, do you know why they put him in mental health jail? Ooh, I didn't know he was in mental health jail. No, um, no. because he's uh, LGBT. Because he's gay. They were scared someone's gonna kill him. <sighs> he's like kind of in protect. He's kind of in protected custody right then. And, like everyone hmm. makes it a big thing that wasn't, but like they were trying to protect him by doing that. And like I think fuck that guy. To be honest, like fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. I mean, it's it's whack. It's really whack. Like, uh, what did he think was going to happen? Like, gay people demonize gay people more than anyone else. Did he think that that was going to be uniting? That's weird. 
He got some Kongans to beat him up and spray bleach on him and put a noose on him, and he thought, like, that would, like, go over to Chi-Town? Confusing. In Very. my brain. Confusing. Yeah, it was it was whack. It was just whack. He had, he had a, a moment of uh, bad. He just made a bad decision. Um, I don't know what that guy was thinking. No one like that, some no sort one of heard that plan. Thought that was going to go over well, right? So thank God we are not in our man's head. Um, and hopefully he can come back. And every life has value. I every hope he finds some peace. To be honest. Like that, like it seems like he was going through a hard time to put that mega hat on and everything. Like that seems really confusing in my brain. Sorry, can I I ask what his name is again? Jesse Smollett. Smollett, or whatever. What's his sister's name? Because his sister was fine. She's in my ex too. Not also in the Mighty Ducks too, but she was also in the Mighty Ducks. I I assume. I know her from East Bayou. I know I'm Canadian. I I just understand hockey terms. I know I've shot in Mighty Ducks. Seen <laughs> Mighty Ducks. I've seen the the D three movies, but Slapshot. What's that about? Tell me more. Slapshot was like a horrible like comedian movie and it doesn't have to do anything with the Mighty Ducks. It's just like a bad comedian's movie. I watched the cartoon Mighty Ducks about alien ducks who fight um, a lizard race on Earth and they play hockey. I feel so sorry for you. It was amazing. That makes me sad that you never saw the real Mighty Ducks. But like I happy that you enjoyed that but it really makes me very sad inside that you never actually saw the real mighty ducks because mm. we are the champions my friends you know um i was thinking about what Chub- mr chubby said and um i can relate to that because um bruce lee really did affect the reputation of asian americans in america are you yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think you are, because your last name's Tran, right? Yeah, yeah. Tran. He prefers Chinkanese. Yes. If I'm pronouncing that right. It's my attempt at stand-up comedy. Cambodian Chinese. Everyone's interrupting me. I just, like, are you Korean? Um, Cambodian Chinese. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. So, like, what's your bit? Um, I prefer to identify as Chinkanese. I like it. That's all. So what what are you doing? Like, uh, are you working, like, the towers? Like, how are your gigs going? Like, are you actively, like, doing your stand-up gig? Or what's happening right now? Oh, no, I was just riffing on, um, I don't have the, um, I'm not an extrovert. So I, I can only do it every once in a while. I can just sort of like um, I tried to audition for a play theater once, but I didn't last because I couldn't pull out all the energy. So I just um, was kind of riffing on what Chubby was saying about stand up. Yeah, you sprayed a little cum everywhere and then you walked out, right? Kind of, yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, that's fair, but like 
do you, you want to like develop that? Do you think like that has legs for you? Um, it always. I'm more of a writer. Like I have to like have some alone time to think my thoughts, or else it does come out very um, incoherent. I'm I'm sorry. You you said you were what? Cambodian Chinese. Origin. Okay. Do you ever holiday in Cambodia? Um, my relatives who've been back say I shouldn't go back because it would just depress me. That was mm. a punk rock joke, but um, I I hope you're doing okay. So like, uh, what what do you want to do for the future in your life? I'm thinking cybersecurity because that's probably the best fit for me because I have that nerd mind and I can go over the details and then I'm also paranoid. Like as a company. <laughs> so I'm like, this is where someone could steal all of your bank account information. Mm. Don't do that. <laughs> paranoid nerd mind. I like that. Yeah. Hey, Artie, what's your job? Um, I'm a graphic designer. What do you so graphic vi- design? Mostly web pages, mockups, and advertising. Sometimes. Well, no, I haven't had. I haven't been blessed with that position yet. Is it a big company? Um, well, after co- I was working for a company, but after COVID, I moved back home uh, with family. So I'm kind of like doing this and that. So <laughs> that's why I'm on stereo, I guess. <laughs> don't don't kid yourself. This is Jay. This is Jeff Bezos over here. Like he's like a secret millionaire. Yeah. But I'm I'm also like very introverted. So this is like kind of my extrovert phase. So I'm just going through that. It's me and Tran He's together. Full mm-hmm. Who's going to space next? You. I knew it. Yeah. Okay. Are there any security so, risks going to space? Um, Your brain exploding? I'm pretty good with, like, pressure. So maybe I, maybe I would be a good candidate i also don't get sick from spinning i hear in space there's two major um fears of people one is the bone damage and the muscle loss which you Mm. might not remember from and two is the insanity of isolation yeah like they were like looking in antarctica for people for candidates because there are people that do like to put themselves in a pod people live in antarctica Sometimes people go to Antarctica just so they can concentrate on their research. Okay. That's neat. I heard that, that um the, uh, But also the radiation in space. Oh yeah, yeah. The um lack of a nozone and all the sun's rays. Yeah. I heard an idea that Wing Chun was made by a woman as an effective um art against um, a stronger opponent. 
Did you say a wind chime? Everybody chan? have fun tonight. Yeah, Everybody wind, wind chime tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I, I felt kind of sad when I saw you in Wise One. I mean, I totally understood like what, what the frustration for you though, not to bring it up again, but it's just like, even if you're coming from a good place, if you're just like wanting someone to listen to your, you know, whatever you have to say, it's kind of difficult. You want to have a conversation, especially on apps like this. That's absolutely true. But like, I want to break down his wall and he's very guarded. That's a very different yeah. situation. And there's so he's like a, offensively defensive. There's a small kitten. Oh, I thought that was a kid. Is it yours? Is it a kitten? It's been trans kitten. <laughs> he let out his kitten. No, that's pussy. It's pussy talk. <laughs> Gotta take it for a walk sometimes. Hello, I like how. This is uh, Normors. It's a story about social issues. Um, Stand up comedy and um, I forget the other part, something Kanye West. I was just taking a back seat and uh, just trying. I've been a fly on the wall for like several, like 45 minutes now, just trying to find a decent place to sit and chill. I didn't necessarily want to participate, just finding some good conversation. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's like, this is a safe place. Like, it is a very safe place. Hey, Tony! Bum, 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 ba, dun, dun, dun. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, this is my friend, the Big Electra. What's up? I was just leaving you a message. In Africa. Sorry. <laughs> What's going down, panel of people? He sounds Tell like he's I haven't seen you since I was in Home Depot, and that was a month ago. Chubby Idris Elba is a fantastic name. Oh, hello. Okay. So hello to the rest so, of <laughs> Okay, we're going to break this down for you. Welcome to Normors. All right. Um, Anthony Wang and the Big Electric. It's a... Uh, it's a social-political debate. It's about stand-up comedy, and it's also about Star Wars. And for a long part of this conversation, we were talking about Kim and Yi. So that's also an element to it. So welcome to Normars. Um, well, we were talking Bang about Star Wars last night. Thank you. Have you ever I seen Uncle said... Grandpa, the cartoon? I've heard about it because I got a song called Uncle Daddy. You sound a lot like uh, one of the main characters from the show. His name's Pizza Steve. Right on. I like he's, pizza. My dad's yeah. name's Steve. He's like a rock star kind of character. He's very animated. Oh, Does he do <laughs> a lot of cocaine? Did he live his life in Africa? He's a slice of pizza with sunglasses, and he's just like, what's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm right Pizza on. Steve. And then he like does a backflip on a dirt bike. Oh, fuck. What what's that show called? Like with like Shake and Fly? Like, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. Cause I we are the Aqua Teen. Nah, I was talking about uh, Uncle Grandpa. 
I'm like trying to drown out. myself. I'd like to call out a space <laughs> You're going to get electrocuted. That's right. And I, I'd like to say it's beyond like the scope of like this podcast, but something I'm very passionate about. Rest in peace, Grazer Malone, Scott Hall. Who? Who died? Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon, huh? Is that like Tony Ramon? A little bit. Except he's a pro wrestler. I'm very passionate about. But that's another one of my passions. So, like, you guys can dictate, like, where this show goes from this moment because I have to take a pee. So, we were talking (laughs) about... um, Social political issue, issues, um, comedy, Star Wars, and we were also ca- talking about the Kanye West and Kim debut. So, you guys go off on your bad selves, and I'll pee, and I'll come back. And I hope you don't. <laughs> can you just take us with us to the bowl and put the phone at the foot of the bowl so we can get the resonance from the porcelain as the splattering? I'm back. We can cover it up. You are no, I'm not gonna jack off. I'm not gonna jack off. I'm gonna try to jam. Oh boy, what happened to the room, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? What up, Anthony? Man, you tell me. (laughs) I I didn't try to get in here. I was invited into this. (laughs) I want to have a topless diner. That's twenty-four hours a day. I mean, maybe you'd have to do it in like a place that does nudity publicly. Like I don't know, they do. I heard they do naked nudes in like Switzerland. What kind of topless diner are you talking about? I'm talking at a place called Flapjacks. Yeah, I don't want to eat that. What? I don't want to see flat-chested women. If I'm going to see bare-chested women, no, no, Flapjacks. It's like pancakes. Oh, I thought you were talking about tits. Oh, okay. No, no, no. We the flat-chested women. We use them as plates for the there buffet. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's okay. that's a good use. Okay. Like let's just like disengage from this argument. Um, the big electric. How yes. how is it like playing for Toto? It's like kissing your sister. It's good, but it's not that good. You know what I mean? Not like your sister, but like one's sister. I no, don't have a sister. No, I don't I know. <laughs> You're always so unsure like, about how much tongue is comfortable, you know? You don't like singing the planes down in Africa? <laughs> we're we're busting those oh planes. This is an actual story. This is from like a music. That plays in Toto. Um, I want like okay. So what? When did you come involved with this? With, with Toto? Yeah. Let's go. Um. Let's go down memory lane here. All right. Well, hold yeah. On. There's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Full hard freeze. I'll give you the full the full Monty. Um. I got involved with the the whole thing in 2012. So that was. Ten years ago, mm-hmm. I was a programmer, and uh, they needed somebody, and that somebody became me. <laughs> I guess. 
And you oh, you did some actual work with Toto? I'm on the, I've been on, yeah, I've been with Toto for 10 years. We're out with Journey right now. We're, I'm in the Kansas That's really Arkansas. fucking cool, Arkansas. man. I'm in Arkansas. He's awesome. I, I won't, like, yeah, I, I dig him a little bit, but, like, he's a fucking awesome dude. He's all right. He's okay. He Don't moves in the it yourself. Hold on, hold on, hold on, man. So if, if any, anyone give, wants give to, me like, give me ten seconds. You... I gotta take this phone call. I'm, I'm just gonna take two seconds. Okay. That's really cool. Like hanging out with a guy that fucking works for a celebrity. It's pretty cool. Like, like, what do you mean celebrity? It's like whatever. Like, Toto like, is a very very famous musician. Okay, Anthony, what's your favorite band? Uh, my favorite band? Mm. Oh, it's Vince Tran after. I don't know. Uh, I don't really listen to, like, multiple musician, you know, band bands anymore. I'm kind of, like, into individual artists, uh, hip-hop mainly at the moment. Okay, then what's your favorite artist? That is a tough question. I I listen to a lot of people. I'd say right now probably uh, Yellow Wolf or Caskey. Yeah. Yeah, Yellow Wolf. Are you over Yellow Paul Wall or Machine Gun Kelly? Like Yellow Wolf is how you pronounce it. Um, like despite it. all of the controversy surrounding Machine Gun Kelly right now, I admire his music. I think it's. It's not all good or all bad. It's you know he's he's a, everybody's hit or miss when it comes sure, to music. Sure. I feel like he does have some good shit. Okay, Chubby, favorite artist or band? You said my favorite band or artist? <laughs> I listen to or a lot artist. of hip hop. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen to a lot of hip hop. So I mean, I'd probably say something like Dom K. I listen to, you know, the 2000s rap. So, I mean, I'm still listening to like, T.I., Jay-Z, um, Kanye. Like, I'm I'm that age. So, um, Larry June. I listen to a you lot, listen of, a lot of old school. Yeah, I listen to a lot of different music. Though. I like jazz Eddie. a lot, to be honest. Like, I'm rocking Cold Train and Miles Davis type stuff. So, I'm yeah, pretty collected in my taste. Yeah. I fucking love him. Like, that's my... Uh, I have a thing for Sam Cook. But anyways, uh, Vintran, are you awake? I think his signals, I think his service is nervous. That's fine. Okay, so when it comes to me, like, I love punk rock, I love hard rock, and I love hip-hop. Dope. Who's, the, who's like a new punk rock band, like, uh, Blink 182 is probably all I know are like the strokes are from Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong. That's from Yeah, it's the lead singer like, for uh, Blink 182. I like the Dirty Nail, which is like actually from my city. Mm. They're decent. And cool. um No Weaknesses is probably their best one. Um, um Yeah, I like my because it has super punk rock roots. We have like a Dros, uh, we have a Dros, uh, Strummer tribute every year. 
Wow. So I, I, I have like hard roots in punk. Um, wow. The Cure, the Cure is my favorite band. Of time. <laughs> I know the like Cure. And very I know unfortunate. the Cure. Why didn't you say some forty one? Because you're Canadian. Do people in like Avril Lavigne? Do people listen to them? Fuck Avril. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know that yeah. no, right. She just gets hostile age. instantly. <laughs> well, we were the same age. She came up and she like fucked all these weird guys, and then like she associated with me, and I didn't like that. I get it. Like no, it was very close. And like any of what she did, and I I respect that she's like a bazillionaire right now, and I'm not. But yeah, yeah, she was a poser. Yeah, I hear that a lot. I heard she has a new album coming out actually. Yeah, I, I don't mind. It was on the me. like. It was on the radio the other day. Yeah, I, I don't mind. I don't hate. Completely, because like you can't hate anyone completely. Like, how can you love if you hate completely, right? Yeah, I was gonna make that point about MGK, like, and it kind of ties into Avril, like, uh, music completely aside from the person. (laughs) Like, I like the music, but the person's kind of shitty. (laughs) MGK is kind of a punk ass. I don't even hate like Avril or MGK, but like. I really didn't like her when I was growing up because, like, she pretended like she could skateboard and play guitar. And I could do both of those things, and, like, she just invalidated me. Cloud. And then I worked at a t-shirt stand, and then everyone was like, are you Avril? And, like, fuck you. And, like, it, it just became a hostile environment for me. Didn't like that one bit. And then, like, yeah. like, a lot of kids start crying for, like, American Idiot t-shirts. So it was a bad situation. I want to be an American Idiot. One reason to drown the new media. Yeah, I didn't like any of that. <laughs> I didn't like any of that. <laughs> You know what? Neither did I. Do you know? Yeah, me neither. Fuck that shit. Feels like, cause like at that time, like School Rock came out, and there were like kids. Hello, you're playing the bass. I slap at the bass. I actually did play the bass, but like slap at the bass. No, I have. I'm just looking for some. But like Mexicans, we won't talk about that. But like this was all very frustrating. Because there were, like, little kids, like, uh, School of Rock came out at the same time. And there were little kids, like, crashing at my stand, being like, ah, I need ACDC. I'm like, oh, I want to fucking kill you. I'm going to kill you in your sleep. Sing. I really appreciate uh, the time. I appreciate you having me on your platform. I hope we can reconnect soon. Yeah. Fellas. Yeah, yeah I have I'm sorry, I went on a tangent. And no, you're good. Bye-bye. Really appreciate... <laughs> no, you're I totally appreciate good. what all he does for mental illness and awareness. And, like, I am actually in a suicide prevention council in my city. And, like, that is something that is very close and near to me. And something I want to circumvent and prevent. 
for the rest of my life. And I appreciate um, your passion. Maybe, maybe Sunday if you have time, uh, or maybe over the weekend if we host any spaces. I told you we're really, uh, you know, focusing in on homelessness, and you know that that's a huge uh, byproduct from both the military and the mental look, health look community. Look into, so maybe we can like, that. the Finland. I, I don't know if I'll be there, to be honest, but look into the... <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm being honest, and, like, I, I'm not trying to, like, be, like, flippant or anything. But Finland. Look into the Finland yeah. situation with homelessness and how they are depleting homelessness right now. Okay, for sure. You, you planted that bug in my ear. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely... I've heard that. I'm going to uh, research that and add that to what we're doing. Um, and like I said, definitely a standing invitation. If you're on Twitter, um, I've got a couple shows, and I'm pretty sure we're going to do a space over this weekend, and uh, I'd love to have you on if you have the time, okay? Absolutely, but I don't know if I will, because okay. I, I hide from the world most of the time. <laughs> I understand. Uh, For sure. Y'all have a blessed one, y'all. Peace. Be, be funky. Yeah.